Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. Hey, everybody, you're back where it's at, and it's time to chat. I'm here to bring you the start of us doing our part to bring you the latest in trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, new music, and more. Let the sparks fly. It's the month of July. And thanks for tuning in to the 161st edition of Talking with T, the show with the flow that keeps you in the know. Today is July 2nd, and we've entered a new month that makes us officially halfway through 2018. The month of July is recognized as National Ice Cream Month, National Picnic Month, National Hot Dog Month, National Grilling Month, Culinary Arts Month, World Watercolor Month, and Baked Bean Month, among other observances. If today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, the late Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall and race car driver Richard Petty. Last week, I shared part one of a three-part interview with Mr. Jarvis Jones. If you missed it, you must go back and catch up. Right now, we are picking up on part two as the suspense continues. April 18, 2014. Some of my friends, some of my old friends, and I'm throwing a, a party, a house party. There's a movie that came out a couple years ago called Project X. This party was called Project Z. So for my young folk listening or if, for, for, for the, the little season. It must be listen. for the young folks. I have not a if, clue. If you want to look it what up. What you're talking about. But oh, believe me, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> look young up people tra- I deal with, I'm going <laughs> to look it up. Look up a trailer of that. So if it's Project Z, it's going to be greater than Project X. It was, it was gonna be I'm a, a little scared a right pretty, now. A pretty happening party. Okay. And for whatever reason, God blessed me. And I, I didn't talk about this. And I'm not going to talk about my romance. My love life or anything like that. But God Thank placed goodness, because I didn't want to <laughs> have to edit the show too much. God placed someone in my life before all of this in August of 2013. When I first got my job, I was working at an insurance company. God placed somebody in my life who really blew me away. Of course, this was a young lady. And she made me want to get my act together. She, she made me want to dig deep, honestly. And that's where those questions honestly probably stemmed from when I started smoking was... She made me. She made me question what I was doing. Cause I remember I asked her out on a date one time, and this is not really talking about romance. This is just being real. And she was like, "No, you're a neo. I know what y'all do. I know what y'all are about." And I'm just like, "Not me. Me? <laughs> what?" And then I couldn't help. You know, truth. You can run from yourself. You know, it's we're the easiest person to lie to. We look at ourselves in the mirror every morning, and we can tell ourselves something, and we can believe it because we have to for our self esteem or whatever have you. But when somebody brings the truth to you, you can't really dodge it. It kind of eats at you. You can run from it. You cannot think about it. But in the back of your mind, you're like, there might be some truth to that. So I'm trying to get my act together to try to try and be with her. Okay. But what ends up what ends up happening is I end up falling in love with God. She showed me. Well, I, I don't even think she knew what she was doing. God used she her. was a vehicle that God used. God used her in a way that yeah. she didn't even realize. Right. And I let her know this um, from time to time. Sorry about digressing. I'll fast forward back to uh, April 18th, 2014. And she, I brought her up because I, I was hanging out with her and one of her line sisters at night. Um, Are you at Project Z? No, no. Uh, I, see, I decided not to go because we had decided we were going to get wings and we were going to hang out. Good, clean, Christian fun. Y'all, young folks, you can have some fun and, and, and do it the right way. Right. <laughs> we just had a good time. We got some wings. 
we just had a good time talking. We started talking about, you know, different stories in the Bible and just talking about God in general. And we just had a good time that night. Something just told me, don't go to that party. I told myself, you know, I was going to hang out with them for a little while and go to the party, you know, like go to the club. Nobody goes to the club at 10 o'clock. I was going to go to the party like, you know, midnight, 12, 31 o'clock and make a grand entrance or something like that. But God just told me to, to stay away. And that whole weekend started my anxiety. It was boosted. And the thing is, I had not smoked that whole week. So it's kind of odd. Right. My anxiety was up. And um, I didn't sleep that night. I got about two hours of sleep, had to get up and go to work in the morning. And um, this is the night before the this, party. And this, before this, you ultimately no, ended up with your friends. That was the night of the, of the, night the party. Of, okay. Mm -hmm. The right. next night, the 19th of April, went out with some... Uh, Another sorority, me and the bros hanging out. Got in an argument with them about, <laughs> I was trying to tell a rendition of uh, Saul Road to Damascus story. And they weren't getting it. And I began to get upset. It's like, I had all this truth given to me when I was a child. And it's like, I had reached this point. I told God to show himself to me. And God said, I'm already in you, boy. And he, it started coming out. And I was, I was finding myself upset. God can be a person of, of wrath and anger. But that was my flesh getting upset that they weren't understanding. I was getting upset at them that they weren't seeing things that I was seeing. And I was, you know, immature on my side. But that night we got in an argument. Um, I didn't get any sleep, night of the 19th either. Easter Sunday, go to church. So there's four days that passed. For those four days from April 18th to April 21st, I got maybe six hours of sleep. I mean, it wasn't a restful. It was restless. Okay. Um, I felt like something was after me. I was caught in the middle of the spiritual war. And I have a saying now that if you're playing for someone, they're not going to attack you. So if I was, as I was doing those things, living riotously and, and fornicating and not living a Christ-led life, why was Satan going to bother me? Right. Because you're already on his team. I'm already, I was already on his team. So now as I began to turn my life around and go back to Christ, here comes Satan. No, man, you, you can't have this guy. And the thing about it is God did not force me to come back to him. God was always in the same spot. I ended up going to church on the 20th of, uh, it was Easter Sunday, 2014. For the first time in my life, and I've been in church a whole lot, I fully grasped everything the pastor was saying. And my spirit was set on fire. Like, talking about a rebirth, talking about being born again, it was the greatest feeling in my life. I still felt anxious, because I really didn't know what was going on. But I actually joined the church that Sunday. So now we're back, and it's Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday, April 20th, 2014. Your, and your spirit's on fire. My spirit has been set on fire, set ablaze. Okay. Joined a church in Birmingham called uh, Greater Shiloh. <laughs> Never really was able to be a member because uh, God had other plans. Um, as I said before, um, I went about four days without really getting any sleep. That night, I uh, was at in the apartment by myself. This is the night after Easter this is Sunday. Easter Sunday night. After you joined the church. After I joined the church. Okay. Um, and I've been baptized at a young age, so this is. I, it's not like I skipped the stage in my in my right. spirituality. I don't want the list. Don't want the listeners to get confused. I had already been baptized, but you have to baptize your mind every day. I want to throw that out there and, and let that be known. This is not something that you do when you're little or something. This is not something that you do just when you become Christ conscious. This is something that you have to do every day, honestly, every second, because sometimes. You have a bad thought and you ask you ask Christ for forgiveness. That's actually a baptism right there. Okay. Clean my mind of that thought. So that Sunday night, I'm sitting in, at home. It's, it's finals week. I'm supposed to graduate that Saturday. Um, I'm a senior. I don't think I told what 
what my classification was at this time. I had all the credits to graduate besides that flunked class. I wanted to get that flunked class cleared. So I was going to use my academic forgiveness. I was going to graduate, then use the academic forgiveness, um, take that class in the summer, and then get my degree sent to me in, in August. So that was my plan. That was Jarvis's plan. Uh, Proverbs 19.21 says, Many of the plans are, are in a man's heart, but God orders his step. That night I was sitting at home, and I went crazy. Literally. 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 Okay. Um, I was saying stuff like, I'm the Antichrist. I thought the world was over. Yeah. Who discovered you? I mean, in this state, because <laughs> when we talked and, and you described it, I was thinking, like, how would I respond or react yeah. to someone who was normal one day yeah. and the next day yeah. they're the Antichrist? Yeah. You know, what do you do? What happened? <laughs> how did you get help? Well, I ended up getting diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Okay. All right. But. But that night. That night, um, I was dissecting everything that came to my mind. If a thought came into my mind, there was no filter. It just, I got, I dissected it and tried to apply it to my life for whatever reason. And what God gave me, it was, it was like Satan was talking and God was talking at the same time. I'm not going to lie. And I don't care who thinks I'm crazy. I don't care about any of that. Cause this is the story that God gave me and somebody's life will be changed. God gave me this. An antichrist is someone that lives without Christ. Okay. For about a year, cause I crossed April, 2013. I got sick in April 2014. Okay. So for about a year, I lived without Christ. Without Christ. So that was an adequate thought that I had. Now I took it to the extreme in that in that moment. In the Maybe you shouldn't have told anybody. Huh? Maybe you shouldn't have told anybody. Hey, hey. Um, I meet patients all the time where I work now. And we're gonna get to that. So let's get back to you. I mean, we don't have a lot of time, so I'm just gonna say you went crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, one night. Mm-hmm. What? Where did you? Where were you the next morning? The next morning, I was still at. I was still in my room. Okay, you still um, crazy. I'm still. I'm okay. Still, well, I actually got my mind well enough, and I talked to my parents. Of course, I called my parents. Did they think um, you were crazy? They knew something was going on. Okay, parents. My parents dad told know. me to, my, dad, <laughs> my dad. He said, "Remember the Ten Commandments, son." That's all. That's all he could tell me. Okay. So they they knew something was going on, and um, I actually had to go to work that morning. I didn't sleep at all that night. Okay. Um, I went to work that morning, drove to work, crossed town. No police stopped me, no accident. God blessed me to get there in one piece. I, but um, So you drive to work. I made it to work and all that. Made it Still back home. maybe not quite in I'm, the right mind. I'm not in the oh, right mind. Oh, you're not. You, we definitely could have definite. I'm not we in know. the right mind. Okay. I took three claims that day. I'm at the insurance company. Took three claims that day talking to these people, and I don't even really know where I'm at. I, okay. I thought I was in a movie or something. Okay. I'm not even going to lie. I <laughs> thought right. I was in a movie or something. Made it back home safely. Still didn't go to sleep when I got there because my mind is just running. So I need to fast forward to how did you get help? Like, how did this part end? Because you're not crazy now, are you? Are you? Nah. Okay. My line brothers took me to the, my, my fraternity brothers took me to the hospital. Did they think, so they knew something oh, was wrong. Oh, yeah. Oh, you out. Oh, right? yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Them, them, that's, the apartment was empty, basically. For, so for, you, because I wonder about some undercover crazy people, uh-huh. you know, who uh-huh. can put up a good front, but you out in the open, uh-huh. right? Okay. And this is this is a sidebar. They took me to the hospital. You know, my they were in contact with my parents and things. My mom was trying to get me things that she knew I liked when I was growing up. I remember my line brother went to buy oatmeal from McDonald's or something and just trying to wake my senses up and stuff like that. Had a good talk with one of the uh, frat brothers that has a church in uh, Birmingham. He couldn't really tap, you know, wake, get in there. So, so had it, you pretty much had, as we would call it, a nervous breakdown? Basically, you had a I had a stress, I had an anxiety attack. I know it was a spiritual war going right, on. Right, right. Um, went to the hospital, sitting in the ER, 
course, you go to the hospital, the young black man um, that's having some issues like that, mental issues. And really, there's such a big mental stigma in the country. But um, go to the hospital, they think either I'm strung out on drugs, I had a, some bad heroin or something. I was popping pills, bad mix of pills, got some bad marijuana. Nobody really thinks about the stresses of life could just have just taken happened, over. Right. Yeah. And because um, I'm going through the graduation stuff, trying to figure out what I'm going to do with this psychology degree. Because it's not much you can do with just a bachelor's in psychology. So it's a lot of stuff going on. My parents ended up traveling down, of course. I actually <laughs> broke out of the ER. And the story, <laughs> I mean, I was thinking we were heading toward redemption, we are, but there's we are, more. We are. No, 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 no. We are. There's more to the story. I left the ER. Okay. Um, the cops came and found me. Of course, my, my, my mother was livid. And I didn't really broke out. I just walked out of the ER. Well, let's like say a, this. You escaped from the ER. I, I escaped from the ER. Not. Something told me to leave. Okay. Walked to my apartment. Cops came and found me. Handcuffed me. This is the first time in my life I've been handcuffed. This is before uh, Mike Brown. Right. Um, Tamir um, Rice. This is before all those Alex. issues. This is before Black Lives Matter really, I know it's been out for a while, but this is before it's Hit became, became popular. I'm not really nervous, but they're not telling me what's going on. I'm I'm put in the back of a, of a police car, handcuffed. Um, my mom's hysterical, of course. My, my fraternity brothers were looking for me as well. Everybody's outside of the apartment where I stayed at downtown. Pretty, probably pretty crazy scene. Well, once again, we've run out of time with Mr. Jarvis Jones, but don't worry. We're going to continue our interview next week and get the rest of the story. I know that many of you are as engaged as I am and are anxious to find out what happens at the end of this journey. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back after we check out the music of the beautiful and talented rising artist Kelly Morgan out of Atlanta, Georgia. Kelly is an urban pop singer, actress, and songwriter who recently opened up for Ashanti, Ja Rule, and Bone Thugs in Harmony. How could you be so cold, so rude, so mean? I don't get it. Why me? Why me? How could you be so cold, so rude, so mean? I don't get it. Why me? Why me? How could you be so cold, so rude, so mean? I don't get it. Why me? Why me? How could you be so cold, so rude, so mean? I don't get it. Why me? Why me? I thought you loved me, but not all I love you. You got this thing for me, but it's the twisted truth. I gave you everything, I was there for you. You put me on the silent, waiting for something new. Why'd you do this to me? I gave my all and more. I had this thing for you, but no, not anymore. I guess that's why I'm stuck. And these translating thoughts What's not clean will always come out in the wash How could you be so cold, so rude, so mean I don't get it, why me? We could be something at least That's what I thought But you just played with my feelings How could you be so cold, so rude, so mean I don't get it, why me? We could be something at least That's what I thought But you just played with my
to share a few Monday Minute Quick Bits before we bring on Professor J and P.I. Pam. Joe Jackson, father of the famous Jackson family, dies at the age of 89. A dead body was found at the New Jersey home of New York Giants cornerback Janoris Jenkins. Jenkins has been living at the home for two years. The victim was reported to be a friend who had been living there. The details are still being investigated. Timmy Kenner reportedly wanted revenge for being kicked out of an apartment complex in Idaho and took out his revenge at a three-year-old's birthday party being held at the complex. This sick and disgusting individual, which I must call him on the show, stabbed nine people, including six children. Kenner was not a legal resident of the apartment complex, but was staying with one of the tenants who had asked him to leave because of his behavior. A harsh sentence was issued to George Rissell by a judge after he was convicted of spray painting racist graffiti in several locations in Philadelphia. Judge Patrick Carmody gave him 7 to 14 years in prison, stating being drunk is no excuse for being racist. Don't touch that dial. I'll be back in a while. You're tuned in to Talking With T. All right, well, I'm excited to have the know-it-all Professor Jay and our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam, back on the show. And as it's a new month, we have a new theme. The theme this month is just throw it away. We know that it is a current slang term used when something or someone just needs to be gone. They're not salvageable. We need to just throw them away. So let me start with some things you need to throw away as the 4th of July is approaching. If somebody brings potato salad to the cookout and they aren't darker than a brown paper bag, just throw it all away. <laughs> Along the same lines, if your potato salad has any sort of fruit, i.e. raisins, apples, <laughs> mandarin oranges, put it in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and this 4th of July, it's supposed to be in the 90s. I need you to leave that wig hanging on the back of your door on your headboard. It's too hot for weeks. Well, no, oh. you say headboard, good night. <laughs> when you said the 90s, though, you mean temperature-wise. Yes. Too hot. Okay. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. If you see someone, and uh, you can take this for what it's worth, and they pull out their cell phone, if there's a lighter complexion, as Pam would say, and they pull their cell phone out at your pool party, you need to throw it all away. Throw the purse away, the cell phone, pages, uh, intercom system, throw it all away. Listen, and if you get in the pool and your hair is not secured to your head, <laughs> you throw the hair away, and you might want to get in the garbage too. Yeah, you were talking Throwing about the way the garbage can that you put it in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So everybody, I need you to look out on talking with T social media pages this month for things that need to be thrown away. And as Jay would say, throw them out in the garbage, and that's G A H B A G E. Right. 
Well, actually getting to the news, the issue of Border Patrol and separating uh, families is still trending. And it looks like, you know, Jay's Auntie Maxine and Jay's president are at it again after she Listen. called on. Hashtag him. not my president. Now, I I'm so sorry. Team, but I don't, I, I don't claim that come over. <laughs> okay. All right, Jay. Well, you don't have to claim them today. But, you know, the 4th of July is coming, and, you know, we're all celebrating the, quote, independence here in America and such. So I didn't know if you were just going to claim it for the holidays or not. But I'll carry on. I, I, I was about to say something, but you would have to believe that the FCC would be on our case. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you know, she called on Americans to harass Trump administration officials. And so let me start with saying this. I understand she's upset. I understand why people are upset, why they're protesting. If you have a heart, it's hard not to be. But I'm not too sure about this harassing people. Um, I have a problem with becoming who I'm trying to oppose, so to speak. So I don't know, you know, I prefer maybe Michelle Obama's method. When they go low, we go high. But I understand it. So I'm not totally, you know, tossing her to the side, but that's just me at any rate. Although it may be considered a little radical, she is taking a strong stand against a very critical, a very controversial issue. And she's been receiving death threats. But she said now, quote, if you shoot me, you better shoot straight. So she ain't scared. Listen, Auntie Maxine is a G. She is not to be played with. <laughs> she came out like pop. You better, you better shoot straight. <laughs> you better not miss me. Uh, I, you say Auntie Maxine listening to Tupac? Yeah, she came out like a like J- Jay said. She came out like a straight G. We don't know what's in her iTunes playlist. <laughs> well, what do y'all think about going into these establishments and harassing people who are part of uh, Trump's administrative team? Well, turn about is fair play. Um, the great Cheeto, the Almighty Comover, has often advocated for those who oppose him to be harassed. And, you know, that is true. My, my mama has always said that if you cannot, if you can't take it, don't dish it out. And I said, that would you be know, true uh, at this point in the game, it would be reasonable to fight fire with fire. And I, I get what First Lady Obama said, when they go low, we go high. But it doesn't seem to be lightening up any. And every day we're met with some sort of ridiculousness that the occupant of the White House has tweeted uh, and his cronies are uh, falling by the wayside day by day who disagree with him. And Are they at his him. space station? Huh? You think he's sending them to that space station? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he he could very well be. You know, I'm just curious. No We're going to have to talk about that later, about this whole space mission and things. Cause I was like, who is he, the Jetsons? But anyway... I was just curious, and and listeners, I'm curious as to your opinions about that as well, about the issue with the separation of children from migrant families, as well as the call for Maxine Waters to harass people in the Trump administrative team. All right, well, we're going to continue to talk about these insecure backwards individuals who keep calling the police for the most insignificant, trivial reasons knowing good and well that, unfortunately, in our country, you know, at our present state, calling the police on an African-American could be a death sentence. 
But at any rate, last week we had Permit Patty who called the police on a little girl selling bottled water trying to get money to go to Disneyland after her mother had lost her job. And incidentally, a kind stranger sent the little girl four tickets to Disneyland as Permit Patty lost business at her weed for dog store. I don't know that I ever really got that whole kind of business, but whatever, she's losing business. And this week, we have someone who called the police on a 12-year-old boy. He was operating his own lawnmowing business. The little boy accidentally mowed a part of his neighbor's yard. She calls the police. Now, keep in mind, this little strip of grass is between their two houses. And, you know, they said it really wasn't clear where the property line was. But at any rate, grass needs to be mowed. And if he's nice enough to mow it, that shouldn't be an issue. She calls the police. Now the little boy is getting more business than ever. <laughs> I know I heard alongside Jake, but hold tight. We all know about Pooh Patrol Paula, a white woman out of South Carolina caught on camera, not only confronting, but hitting a black teen at a community pool. The woman's real name is Stephanie Sebi Stample, and she has been charged with one count of third-degree assault and battery and two counts of assaulting, beating, or wounding a police officer while resisting arrest. So let's pause right there and get my thoughts together. This woman not only proved that she was a threat after calling the 15-year-old and his friends racial slurs, saying they didn't belong at the pool, and then hitting the team, she had the nerve, or Jay would say the gall, the audacity, to assault the police officer when they went to arrest her once they had a warrant issued. And let me be clear when I say assault. She pushed one officer into a wall and bit, B-I-T, teeth, bit the other officer. So y'all know that's out of hand, right? Uh, I'm baffled, maybe the word I would choose, as to her actions and the consequences for her actions. I think we just need to take these cell phones from, you know, Karen, Patty, and put them in the garbage. Throw them I mean, all away. Yeah, throw them all away. Yeah. And, the, and the reason for the long sigh when you were telling us about the the young man who had the police called on him for cutting the grass is because, you know, that kind of hit home for me as mm. someone who was often charged with the responsibility of cutting the grass. I went over into my neighbor's yard. There was no big deal. They looked at me mm-hmm. and said, oh, well, okay, well, that's one little strip I don't have to deal with. Right. Really? You got to, you got to pick up your phone and call the police because this young man decided to do a service, albeit unbeknownst to him, to the neighbor. And then you mm-hmm. got folks calling the police, you know, because we can't, we can't go swimming, we can't have a barbecue, we can't even stand in groups together because, you know, people are afeared for their lives. What in the whole wide world? I think the police need to charge, start charging people when they call because, you know, not all police are, even though we hear a lot in the news, in the media, because it's happening so much, or at least we're hearing about it so much, where we have police brutality and police who are disrespecting the badge, disrespecting their position. Not all of them are like that. I would dare say, and hopefully most of them aren't like that. And I'm sure they got better things to do than to go to somebody's house and look at how much yard has been cut. They got better things to do than somebody biting them 
when they come to arrest them because they didn't want black kids in the community swimming pool. I mean, I feel like I'm in a bad movie. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Yeah, old fucking place. <laughs> yeah, because they calling for everything. We were coming back from Nashville yesterday. We rode past uh, a car, and so I got in front of her, and I guess I wasn't going fast enough, but she put on the side of us, and she made a face like she was mugging us, and so we just mm. laughed. And so then we, we got past beside her, so we pulled beside her, and we just, you know, me and my son just looked at her, just looking. And she was straightforward holding 10 and 2 or whatever you try to hold the steering wheel. <laughs> she was looking straight ahead, and I ain't looking at us now. Next thing I know, she was on that phone. I said, uh-oh, here's going to murder you. <laughs> right. Call the police. Uh-huh. Highway Patrol, Helen. Yes. It's Highway Patrol. They the neighborhood watch. They they caught him on a firefighter sometime in the last couple of weeks because they didn't think he was a legit firefighter. Why would he be dressed up as a firefighter in a hundred degree temperature if he's not real? Bless. Well, I hope they never need him. You know, sometimes they dress up as firefighters as part of their. Uh, uh-uh, Jay, this is not that. Uh, uh-uh. this is not that story. I'm just, I'm just going out there. Tell you. Yeah. All right. Well, sadly, uh, just changing tone a little bit, five people were killed by a man with a grudge against the Capital Gazette newspaper. Jared Ramos, age 38, opened fire in the newsroom this past Thursday. He had a shotgun, had some smoke grenades. He had previously filed a defamation suit against the newspaper, which was thrown out of court. He had also threatened employees of the paper, which they had hoped would not escalate, but unfortunately it did. And I'm thinking, is it me or are more people who are disgruntled at work going in their previous places of employment and and hurting people just going off? Or am I just hearing about it more or what? Well, there's definitely been an uptick in the past couple of years, you know, folks going into post offices and shooting up post offices and all such as that. So. And I remember the gym, somebody got fired from, they were working at a gym, and they shot it up, you know, and I'm just like, wow. So it's not just me? No. No. Not just you. Not just you. As a matter of fact, here recently, uh, one of my high school classmates, her brother was killed by, I think this may be the story that you're referring to at at the gym in Nashville. Her uh-huh. brother was killed by a former employee who just came in and brutally stabbed the man that wow. he previously worked for. And it was just kind of like, wow. I mean, nobody was really able to fathom how this happened. Get close to home. Well, Pam, you know, I know you talked about before people getting upset at work and I believe you said that you call in the next day when you know somebody's mad. And I used to laugh, but now I might fall suit because, like Jay said, you know, people are literally, they have to snap. Because I can't think about trading my freedom for me being angry at you firing me or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're giving, willing to give up your freedom for that. You are going to jail. You will be there for a very long time, most likely life. So at the end of the day, was it that serious? It's never. I have not. I've never had a job that I liked that much. 
if I was to lose it, that I would come back and want to kill people. They're like, okay, I don't know what they they really love their jobs. Or even in in the situation with the newspaper, you're mad over a story that happened many many seven years, years ago. Yeah, about seven years ago, I think it was. So you're mad over something that happened then. So you mean you've been harboring these feelings all this time? Some well, look, before we go, let's hit a bit from the Crazy Chronicles. You know, animals are still out here bullying people. And a man says that a snake came out from under the hood of his car. I don't know if y'all saw this story. Came out from the hood of his car, climbed up the windshield, but then they couldn't find the snake. And you know, I'm like, throw the whole car away. I mean, wow. I, the car, the snake is probably in that car somewhere. Yeah. Put then, the job burn the car. Burn the car. But burn the car, they can have it. <laughs> Go ahead. Call peanut men to come get the car and do something with it. Just pour attention. <laughs> That's what I hate people do. Don't don't take it serious. <laughs> well, the Pennsylvania police had to remove a three-foot alligator for somebody's yard this past Saturday. And then a bear in North Carolina went up somebody's uh, driveway into the garage and took their donuts. Well, we had the bear that was over at the Cracker Barrel by the mall the other day. Yes, we did. Now, and this is clearly a, you know, a business area. This is not residential. This is not near the woods. I'm trying to think, did the bear come down the interstate? But you're right, at the Cracker Barrel by East Town Mall. Belly flopping on cars, jumping on cars, and getting out (laughs) of the people. Was it the same bear that was over on Tazewell Pike that my uh, cousin posted? It might have been the same bear, a whole little bear family. Pastor, you say it was barely flopping on cars. <laughs> yes, they said it was walking on cars, and it, of course none of us wasn't out there videoing it. The, the people that I've seen of uh, a darker shade was inside looking through the window. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> but then my son said that he heard it was on the east side. I said, boy, you know, some. Some little hood person is going to get that bear have it on a leash come the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, well um, listen, I know at least one person up there that probably would have a a, a coat made out of it while y'all, while y'all <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking that. But look, look, a restaurant in China offered an all-you-can-eat program for a whole month. Unfortunately, they went out of business in just two weeks. So I'm thinking they didn't quite think that through. I mean, we've heard of all-you-can-eat buffets and things like that, but there's still a limit and a time frame. But according to their program, you could just come in and eat and eat and eat. And so they're marketing. They need to, you know what, marketing, throw them away. Throw the whole marketing department away. Throw them away. Yeah. All of them. Yeah, all of them. Put them in the garbage. And my last story is about a woman. She drove drunk to the New Jersey police station to pick up a man who had been charged with drunk driving. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. So she drove drunk to the police station to pick up somebody who had been arrested for drunk. All right. Yes. World's dumbest criminal. That's as bad as the guy that went into the jail, snuck into the jail to smoke a blunt with his friend. Oh, this past week. What? You know. Now, if you can sneak in to get your friend, why you just didn't sneak him out and smoke it and then let him go back or whatever? 
a part of me feels like I shouldn't be laughing, but I can't help it. So, (laughs) y'all, that's it for this bit. And I can't wait to talk to the two of you next week, or maybe not next week. Maybe you you can have a vacation. I'm going to give you holiday pay so y'all can enjoy the fourth. I'm going to give you time. I'm going to give you time and a half. (laughs) Time and a half. All right. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'll be eating my ribs and all such. Remember to check who brings the potato salad. I don't eat potato salad no way, so I'm good on that. Oh, okay. All right. Well, in that case, I can't wait to talk to the two of you next time. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. All right, now. We discuss many topics on Talking With T, and if you would like to share your thoughts and opinions, call 865-409-1170. We would love to hear from you, and your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. We still want to celebrate T's top teens and hometown heroes, so if you would like to make a nomination, visit www.talkingwitht.com. We also want to continue to spotlight local or rising artists. If you're interested in having your product or service featured on Talking With T, we would love to help you promote your business or event. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com. You can find the links to many of the stories we share and discuss on the website. Also, remember to follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can listen to Talking With T anytime on your time. Pick your pleasure through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. New shows drop each and every Monday. However you choose to listen to the show, remember to leave your reviews and comments. In the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Sometimes when things are falling apart, they may actually be falling into place. Remember where you heard the word and keep being kind until next time. Thanks for tuning in to Talking With Tea.